Radiation definitely sparks fear. Here, we share personal stories, experiences, and approaches to this hot topic. Hi, welcome back to Heal Inside and Out. Today, Maggie and I are going to continue our conversation around fear. But before we... Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer. The fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? get into it, I would like to provide a trigger warning. So if there is something here that you start listening to, because we do get real and raw about breast cancer, our experiences, if this is not for you today, then by all means, come back at another time. We want everybody to feel safe, comfortable as we go through these episodes. So today's episode is about radiation. We spoke about port installation. We talked about chemo. Now we're going to talk about radiation. So Maggie, I am a little confused because I truly don't remember if you went through radiation or not. I did. You did. Okay. So please tell us what was so fearful for you about radiation? Um, I understand your confusion because I tried not to. I did not want to. Radiation was probably my number one fear back when I was facing all of the treatment things they laid out for me. Right. And I... I talked about all the stuff with chemo, the toxicity, right? But when Mm -hmm. I was looking at radiation being, you know, our breasts are right by our heart and it's like, now they're going to put a laser beam into my chest area. How are they going to get it just where it needs to? Like, I just had so much fear around what radiation would do. And here was my... Here was my challenge. I refused to Google because I did not want to go down the rabbit hole of all of the fearful things that could come up about any of the treatments, right? Yes, that is true. A lot of people love to just get on the internet and just search, 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 and then they get more upset. Yes. And and so when, when I wanted to learn something, it was talking to other women like yourself who have been through this. And so I was talking to some women that have not had radiation and had gone through radiation. There was a big mixed bag of experience. Um, But my acupuncturist Hmm. was one that said, don't do it. Wow. He skipped it. And so we had this conversation about, oh, okay, so if I don't do it, what do I do? 
She's also the one that pointed me to my Chinese doctor, who I very much love and and had appreciated all through my journey. And But she had mentioned not to do it because all you have to do is shift your diet. Her view was if you shifted your diet, you could avoid radiation. When I inquired more, here was the answer. No more dairy, no more meat, no more sugar, no more alcohol. No, And it's like, well, for how long? For the rest of your Why? life. For the rest of your life. I'm, I'm out. Like, I, <laughs> I know myself. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a pretty big ask. Yes. And, and she is one that is doing that. She is... She's all about it. And I admire that. And that's wonderful because she went through breast cancer and she did not go through radiation and she is doing great. Now, I'm not saying this so our listeners go and do that because again, everybody is different. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I just feared that piece of the, what would the immediate effects be and or what would the la- lasting effects be? Because it can burn your skin and it can create different things inside and whatnot. But when I talked to my radiologist, she was such a dear. Oh, wow. That's great. She made me feel so comfortable. And my husband was really good about helping me prepare all my questions going in (laughs) to my appointment. And so I had a long list, but she, she said to me, think of it like energy. Your Mm -hmm body has this cancer in it. That is an energy we need to get out. The radiation is a different energy that is going to go directly to that and combat it. And we have gotten the science to the, you know, her scientific words, I can't, I I don't remember, but to the microscopic laser focused, it's not getting your whole breast. It's going exactly to your point. Yes, And it was on the opposite side of my heart, on the outside of my chest. So she just gave me comfort. But that, yeah, radiation, it, it was, again, the toxicity. There's a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, there's, a, there's, there's actually two th- themes that I'm, I'm hearing from you is heart mm. and toxicity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. But it's nice to hear that the radiologist took her time with you to explain and put it in terms that we understand. Yes. Versus yes. saying, oh, you need radiation. This is what you got to do. End of conversation. No, no, we have a choice. Well, and and Dina, that's an excellent point because my oncologist did tell me, my, you know, my daughter was an RN before COVID. She came with me. I was able to bring her into my, one of my appointments. My husband was out in the car on speakerphone and Susie, my daughter got to come in and and listen in. And the way that they had laid it out, they said, you will do six chemos. We'll do your lumpectomy and then you'll get radiation and then you'll have more chemo. And I said, what if I don't want to do radiation? And her answer was simply, why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. That's what we need to do. It's proven. And so, but she was the surgeon. So I was consulting with the wrong person. What I needed to do is consult with the right person to understand, again, to your point, my options, my choices, 
because I was left feeling like I don't have a choice and I still don't understand. Right. So asking those questions, advocating for yourself that and and having someone that will hold space and listen and make sure you understand in a language you understand is key. Right. So that's truly how you ended up navigating these fears of radiation. Mm -hmm. So can you wrap up and just give the points of how you navigated it? I mean, I heard it as you were explaining the story, but give us two or three exact things that you did to navigate through this. So to navigate it, I... I, I got the answers to my questions and concerns addressed from the right person, which I was okay. very blessed there to have is. that. Mm-hmm. And I, again, found ways to let go of the fearful thoughts about it and trust. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is I loved my radiology team. And there was there music. Is. I had my headphones on. I got to pick my music. I was jamming in there with, we just, we had a lot of fun together. And I think going in there and, and, and being sort of playful and silly with them right. also helped me forget about what was happening in those very small minutes where I was laying there getting the treatment. That's what I wanted you to say, or please say to our audience how fast or how many minutes is it really to get radiated and come back out? Okay. I'm chuckling because I would compete with my, I would compete with myself every day. So I went 20 days in a row. I don't mean to laugh, but that's kind of funny. I'm sorry. Well, and, and my brother is Mr. Time. So I would like get out in, I would start my timer I'd get out, I'd go in, I'd get dressed fast and I'd whip down there and they're always like, oh, she's ready already. And I'd lay down and I think my treatments were, boy, I don't even, I mean, I don't remember now, seven, six, seven, not even six, seven minutes. Right. I was out into my car within eight minutes one day. That was my record. I called my my brother and I'm like, eight minutes, I did it. So yes, it's a very small amount of time. Now, yes. still, that doesn't make it easy, but no. it it was less daunting and overwhelming after they fitted me and they said, we're going to get you in and out of here every day really quick. Right. So. right. It takes actually longer to mark the body on that initial visit so that they can actually totally pinpoint into that one area and nothing around it. Just that one, they get right in there, like a little beam of light. And I'm glad you said it that way, Dina, because one of the other things that helped me a lot is when I, uh, back to the asking the questions that I was concerned about, I said, well, what if I move, what if I sneeze or I move? Mm -hmm. And they were really good at helping me understand the, I don't, the, again, I don't know the medical terms, but the, the room of, or the I don't know, the space the for, range. for air. Yeah. That yeah, if like something range. moved, it would like tick off or do something. But they, the, just the way that they explained the science was, and and the, the equipment was, it just makes you feel comfortable. So. Wow. So yeah, it was playfulness with my team. Yes. Um, and, and making it sort of a competition against myself to get in and out of there quick and really making sure that my questions 
were and concerns were addressed. Right. So, so how about you, Dina? What about you with radiation? Well, I have a very, very short story because I did not have radiation. Oh, so I don't know. I'm confused too because I thought you had. (laughs) No, no, no. I actually, I didn't. When, when I got diagnosed, they said three sentinel lymph nodes looked iffy one more so out of the, out of the other two. And I went in to get my port put in and then ready for my first, you know, chemo treatments, which I did that first. But when they went in to do my bilateral mastectomy, they said to me, uh, we're going to put you under, but we don't know if you're going to come out with having to have radiation or not. So I went into surgery thinking, oh, all right, I've had the last few months, four months of chemotherapy. Now I'm going in for a bilateral mastectomy and I might come out and be told I need radiation. Now, being a nurse and taking care of patients who've had radiation to the breast, I've seen a lot of great outcomes and a lot of poor outcomes. So my mind going into surgery was like, oh, please, please, no radiation, please, no. So that's how I went into surgery. So right before surgery, they gave me radioactive dye to light up my lymph nodes. And the doctor said, if one, if the one that we think has cancer in it, then you're gonna need radiation. So when I woke up, they told me, nope, that we did take out three lymph Mm -hmm. nodes, but they were all fine. There was no cancer whatsoever. But the thought of having to wake up and now go through something else is what I was fearful of. But I also said to myself, it is what it's, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. And if I do have to go through radiation, that puts off my implants, that puts off the tissue expanders, because Mm -hmm. radiation, I would have to wait till after radiation, they couldn't do that before and then radiate implants, they don't do it that way. Well, as far as I know, they don't do it that way. That's what my how my doctors explained it to me. I would have to have implants put in after the radiation. And as we know, radiation can burn the skin. It doesn't stretch as much. So now I'm thinking, all right, A, do I need radiation? B, if I get radiation, how long is it going to be before I got my implants? Because I needed a mastectomy. So your fear was, obviously, you were left with an unknown going under. Like that's- yes huge. And then Mm -hmm. it was, you had heard mixed bag of not success, but mixed bag of side effects and issues from radiation. So there was that fear. Yes. And then the fear of prolonging the treatments you were already facing that were part of the plan. Mm -hmm. Yep. It could have thrown, it would have thrown a huge, what I call a monkey wrench into the plan. Wow. And 
it was something that before I went under, I looked at my husband and I said, all right, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. And he's like, we, we will figure this out. We will get, get through it together. You know, we'll listen to the doctors. We'll, we'll figure out what else that needs to be done to make it easier. And to wake up to not, to, to wake up being told I don't need radiation was like a big relief. Oh, I bet. It really, it really was. Not to say that what I went through was a walk in the park either, but, you know, it was just something that I didn't want added to the plan. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like the way you navigate these types of things, you have this, this, I know this about you personally as well, yeah. but just this, this natural ability to, okay, it's, it is what it is. We're going to face it. We're going to get through it. Right, um, right. And so the fear, the fear was obviously there for multiple reasons, but you had Bobby there. Yes. And yes. you were also just surrendering to, okay, we'll deal with it when I wake up and mm-hmm. thank goodness and for that message. I really had to go under anesthesia with a positive attitude. So like you said, when you're get wheeled into the operating room, I mean, I loved my breast reconstructive surgeon and my breast surgeon as well. It was, Mm. my breast surgeon was a woman and my breast reconstructive surgeon was a guy and they worked together like gold. They were so, they're so in sync with each other. Uh, they were amazing. But when we went in, same thing. What music's playing? I'm joking around about, all right, please make sure that you don't take another body part. Just make sure you take the two boobs. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do. And they're like, what is with you? I was like, well, you got you to have a little fun here. And I'm like, I'm freezing. You guys are going to be sweating. I'm freezing. Can I make sure I have my warm blankets and this, that? And they're like, oh, my God, you are just hysterical. <laughs> Okay, so fun is a theme here. I love it. Yes, um, yes. I joke around about quite a few things and people kind of either like it or don't like it. <laughs> well, and, and I will say too that, you know, it's 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 easier for us having been through this to look back on our individual journey and also think of these things in a more fun way, not fun, but you know what I mean? Like, like recall things and enjoy talking about them and learning from each other about them, yes. sharing with each other and others, our listeners. And the one thing I want to make sure is we, we, we never mean to take things lightly. And I know right. I can speak for you on that, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And the, and the other thing is, is we are sharing our personal experience And what's very important is, and I think we have to keep stressing this, is that obviously this is not medical advice and that anything that were to be decided you you, or thought about, you talk to your oncologist. That's just something I wanted to stress to our listeners about their own unique circumstances, their own treatment might look way different. Right. And I agree with that 100%. But I always love to emphasize that as an individual, as a human being, you have the right 
to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I might say that in almost every episode and people might get tired of hearing it, but I, I just wish that that is something that I, I really want to empower our listeners not to be afraid, not to be fearful of mm-hmm. making the choice that you want and you feel comfortable with. You, you because, have to feel comfortable with. That. Right. Yes, exactly. I, I agree with you. And and I, I think, too, that I got to a point where it took me a while to even understand that I had choices. Because you get thrown into things so fast up front that it's like, like I said last time, you know, you got all these appointments, you're going to meet with this person and that person are going to lay out your plan and it can be so overwhelming. But to realize that and make sure you're just doing your research for me, it was talking to other women, learning from Mm -hmm. other experience, also talking to your medical doctors and just being open, but it isn't their body. It's your body. So I, I couldn't agree more. Great. So, and uh, can I vote for another episode to be about the lumpectomy, mastectomy? Oh, absolutely. As we as we unfold here, we are going to come up with we could stay on one thing, one topic of discussion for maybe a few episodes. Mhm. Mhm. That will give power or empower people listening. Yes. And I truly hope that who is listening to this episode has gotten some true value in it to be able to look at this in a different light. Agree. Agree. Good. All right. dear. So here we are at the end of this episode, and I want to thank you, Maggie, for sharing. And till our next episode, it's it, this is just so amazing. It so is. So amazing. Very rewarding. And thank you as well, my dear. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com where you can also find additional information and resources.